Welcome, welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to the Full Nelson Podcast. I'm Brandon Nelson, joined here with Chase. I'm joined with Trey as well. What's going on? How's it going, gents? What up, what up, what up? What up, what up? Great, thanks for having us on again, brother. Absolutely, let's talk. We have a ton of news going on right now. Last couple weeks, we've had the squad versus Trump. We've had Antifa. We've had MS-13. So there's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, We'll get into it here in a little bit. Brick squad? Brick Brick squad schlocker. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I apologize. Which what one? are we rolling into first here? Squad. Dude, let's talk. Let's squad talk. talk huh? Let's talk about the the squad. The squad. What a stupid name! It sounds like when you're, <laughs> it sounds like when you're like in a co-ed like softball league, or you're playing volleyball with a bunch of people, and you're like switching the teams. Hey, everybody, come up with a name. What are y'all gonna call yourself? We're the squad. We're the killers. We're the squad. We're the champs. <laughs> like the most dumb name in the world, and that's what four elected officials. These are congresswomen. And they've determined that their name is going to be the Squad. Squad. Who is the Squad, Chase? So we have Rashida Tlaib. We have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Cortez. So we have Ilan Omar and then uh, Presley, right? Ayanna Presley. Ayanna Presley. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Rashida Tlaib is out of Detroit. Um, Ilan Omar is out of Minnesota. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is out of Puerto Rico. (laughs) Commonly known as the Bronx. Hey, did you see that? uh, Did you guys see that Trump is no longer going to call her Ocasio-Cortez? He's just going to call her Cortez now. (laughs) Which is so not fun to say. I love saying Ocasio-Cortez. Cortez. No, it's funny. Cortez kind of has that negative connotation with a lot of her constituents, you know? Based on the the Spanish conquest you know oh that's an interesting way to put it yeah it's it's a it's It's very imperial spell (laughs) it's a you know one of those things but yeah interesting he got a lot of backlash for that he's like you know it's just too long i can't say alexandria ocasio cortez i have to just you know i'm just gonna say cortez you know i'm a president of the united states i'm the leader of the free world i don't have time to say all that crap it's just gonna be cortez that chick from the bronx Dude, how long do you think he's going to be able to keep this? Because he, this squad literally stood up at a press conference about some of his tweets or whatever, and he just like letting that roll off. He's just like has another press conference. Well, just lets that. Ha- Is he going to be able to keep up this constant barrage? Yes, yes he will for six more years. Or five I think he more will. Years? He's high energy. He's not like that Joe Biden. He's not like Jeb Bush. He's not like uh, yep. Ben Carson. He's high energy. They're just God, sleeping. Ben Carson was the most boring <laughs> candidate in Republican he's great, politics. Though. He's a good dude. I but, know he's a good yeah, dude, a but good. as far as charisma, he, talks he very has slow. none. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. He has no energy. Yeah, but you sure. see what I'm saying? He's high energy, so I do think he can keep up with this for the next six years. Hopefully he gets reelected, and I think that what the squad is doing right now is actually helping him to get reelected in 2020 by pushing this far radical left that the, the intermediates are not wanting at all. And even some of the you know, Democrats that have been in voting for Democrat the last 50, 60 years, they're seeing how crazy it's become and they're like wanting to get away from that. And it's one of those things that has basically just lost the Democratic Party the 2020 election. They're probably going to lose another Supreme Court justice because of it. Well, they're infighting right now too because before any of this tweet storm happened, before this press conference, um, these freshmen squad, they were, squad. They were infighting with Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. So that's kind of been some of the criticism on Trump is why would you take the heat off of Pelosi on yourself when they were fighting infighting right. with the squad? So 
anyway, there's a CBS this morning, and basically it's the four um, unbiased. The four, you know, they were essentially they were saying, you know, AOC in a Valley Girl accent was saying, <laughs> "We were sent to change how DC works. Why would I learn a broken playbook where like lobbyists have taken over this place and this persistent?" Singling out, it got to a point where it was just outright disrespectful. The explicit singling out of newly elected women of color. She said that towards Pelosi. So they're almost calling Pelosi a racist. No, they are. She's a moderate radical Democrat. Pelosi is. The most (laughs) most powerful woman in the world, really, is what Pelosi is. And they're going to call her a racist. She, She wants all these progressive things to go on, but it's not progressive enough. It's not radical enough for the squad. Mm-hmm. The squad wants it to go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. But that's that's uh, that's the new age Democrat politics, right? If you're not far enough left, if you're not minority enough, if you're not woman enough, you are therefore, you're trash to them. You you don't have mm-hmm. enough, uh, what it, what is it called? You don't have enough intersectionality to have yeah. an opinion. Yeah, you're not high enough on the on the rung. You don't, you, you're, you're set not, there. You're not oppressed enough. You're born into it. Yeah, or I guess you could turn gay, or well, I mean, I guess you're born into that. That might be a harsh thing to or say. We could have sex change operation. Yeah, you could do that. That's a choice. Say right? you're say you're non-binary. Yeah, so, yeah, I can make something up just to help the. Uh, you Democratic could climb, and, climb the rung just based on that. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, but I mean, this is kind of a glimpse, in my view, of like where that train of thought was going for the past few years, but it's not at all where the Democrat party has been. And it's not like all the Democrats who voted for, you know, like the party of JFK like that. It's it's not even, even, even 2016, even like the people who are not old enough to vote for JFK, but we're alive next generation. Those those people are still around. They still have a voice, but they don't have anybody to to rally behind. So what do you think they're doing? I mean, just go, are they go. voting for Ilhan? No, AOC? absolutely not. <laughs> are they just not? They're staying home. I think they they're are st- voting for them. Actually, they don't you have any choice. So? They they're worried they're going to be called racist if they don't vote for them or sexist. Or you think they care about that? They you're care about right. Political correctness. Well, you're right that they're going to vote because it's just when they see the D next to somebody, they've just been doing it for so long. I have no other choice other than to vote D. Even on the Republican side, it's the same concept. It's just you've been doing this consistently for a long period of time. I'm just going to vote straight ticket this party. <laughs> right, right. And, and you start to get that tribal mentality of just exactly. like sticking in that two-party system. And this is like, yeah, I'm a, I'm an R. I'm a D. You know, it's like, no. Yeah. And Trump tweeted out, too. He was – what really set all of this thing off, and I'm going to let Brandon read the tweet for you guys, but Trump sent the tweet. And you would have thought he uh, – he had the night of the long knives where he killed all of his political opponents the way they were outraged. Or you would have thought maybe he would have bombed a third world country. Perhaps he would have destroyed our healthcare system. No, he sent a tweet out and that's what sent all the squad spiraling oh, yeah. into all this emotional nonsense. So Brandon, why don't you uh, read Mr. Donald J. Trump's tweet for us? Well, well the tweet I'm actually going to read you is actually a quote. A quote from a John Kennedy, who is a senator out of the state of Louisiana. He quoted it, and it had like a hundred. Donald quoted him. Yeah, Donald J. Trump, the great <laughs> white the great hope. White hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's a reference to Jesse that's Lee not my Peterson. Opinion. That's not my that's not my take. That's, that's Jesse Lee Peterson, a black man, a minority. That comment there. So hey, if you're out there and you're judging me right <laughs> now, white <laughs> supremacists over here. <laughs> yeah. So Donald J. Trump quoted 
John Kennedy, a senator out of Louisiana, he said, quote unquote, in America, if you hate our country, you are free to leave. The simple fact of the matter is the four congresswomen think that America is a, is wicked in its origins. They think that America is even more wicked now that we are all racist and evil. They're entitled to their opinion. They're Americans. Now, I'm entitled to my opinion, and I think that they're left-wing cranks. They're the reason there are directions on a shampoo bottle, and we <laughs> should ignore them. The quote-unquote squad has moved the Democratic Party substantially left, and they are destroying the Democratic Party. I'm appalled that so many of our presidential candidates are falling all over themselves to try to agree with the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. <laughs> I'm entitled to say they're whack jobs. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy for you. Wow. Four horsemen, dude. Revelation. No, horse, horse, horse women. women. Oh, <laughs> horse women. Hey, I'm just referencing the Bible. Here. Merman, Trey. Merman. Merman. <laughs> At least he gave them the correct gender, right? He, he didn't he misgender, misgender them. Yeah, so. Misgender. I'm glad we have a president that is very progressive and he's going to give them the correct pronoun. I mean, Man. it's it's 2019. How old are these women? Like, that's just Early a basic. 30s, that's a basic right? little South Park right wing like jab at right wingers. Like you know what? There's America. You don't like it? You can leave. Get the hell out. Yeah. You can just get out. Because right. yeah. <laughs> what they're doing is they're taking all their jobs. Yeah, that's what but he said. I don't. I don't think that we should jump on board with the send them back chant. Remember, because that's a big deal right now. Everybody's up in arms about yeah. how they want to deport her or whatever. I mean, that's just well, a little bit had, too much there. And they had the press conference, so I'm I'm sitting there watching TV. Next thing I know, I'm watching Fox News, and then it's like breaking news for Congresswoman to address Donald Trump's tweet with press conference. Oh my god, that's what it said on the bottom of Fox News. So I switched it over to CNN. And CNN, <laughs> the bottom of it was four brave congresswomen stand up to Donald Trump's racist tweets. Does it really say well, that? Four, it straight four, up said brave and racist. Of color. They racist. always use of wow. color as well when describing these people. They can't just say people. And they, they, they blame the, the, the rights, the quote unquote alt right, the Republicans, the conservatives as being racist. And they're the only ones that actually bring up race. They're the only ones that see it. They see it and they call it out by name. And they say, this person's a person of color. This person's not. This is a right. white person. He's evil. This person's a person of, he's purple. He's green. He's whatever, you know. They need to just drop that whole act. And Presley was the one who started it. And uh, and Presley is a um, fat, big old pig woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's huge. She is not small. She Which, is, is at this? least twice the size of the rest of the world. She's a freshman. She's part of the squad. She's a freshman congresswoman. I believe out Was of she wearing the red uh, Massachusetts red dress yes. in that yes. press conference. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, she a lot of red. Yeah. She refused to call him president. Like she refused. She said the current occupant of the White House. Oh yeah. Is she inferring that he's going to be impeached, is, or is she just can't? It's just a complete lack of respect for it is. the office of the presidency. I mean, the president is the Which, most powerful. I'm not going to sit here and world. act like I didn't disrespect Obama because I definitely did. And I definitely. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not even a full Trumper, but I respect so I the president. Even when Obama was president, I respect who the highest office in the entire world is, especially if that's leading my country. I want to give that first person full respect. I want to trust him. I want to be able to trust him. And when we have elected officials that are just outright disrespectful for no facts given at all, 
is it blows my mind that we're electing people like this, that our citizens, that our peers, that in other parts of the country are voting these people in. Yeah. Well, and it may be partly Trump's fault because his rhetoric. It's, it's also well, it's also both. I mean, if they wanted him, remember when he was elected and after the whole debates, and they were like, he's downgrading the respect that we have of the presidency. You know, if they actually treated him with respect, maybe then they could actually see what he's capable of doing and showing yeah. the honor that needed to be in the office. I mean, I'll admit he's a prideful human being. There's no doubt about that. No but, doubt. No but when you see people that show him respect and kind of bow down to him in a little bit of way, like, cause I mean, he, he is their boss, right? <laughs> right. But when they actually show him respect and say, Hey, Mr. President, thank you for doing this. Blah, blah, blah. He shows them respect. Yeah. He's going to be like, they're yeah. the greatest of all time. You know, they've right. been doing this for years and years. They're amazing and tremendous. I mean, he, he shows them respect and I think it goes back and forth both ways. So if, if a lot of these leftists would start doing that, give away their pride for the leader of the greatest nation in the history of the world, we might see some change, some of the change that they might want. Yeah. It's just, you. It, there's this old saying that I was, I was taught as a kid. It's like, if you can't take it, don't dish it out. Absolutely. Right. And, yeah. and so the fact is these people, these, these, four, these four women have been dishing it out to Donald Trump about being a racist, about being a homophobe, about being illegitimate, about being a Russian spy. Mm. They've called him all oh, these yeah. names. They oh, have yeah. a laundry list of all of this Lost. stuff and lies and, and, and slander they put towards the president's way. And he tweets and says, you're free to leave the country. And all of a sudden, they all have to dress up in red and powerful gear and have a press conference and talk about, you know, he made this tweet that was racist. Therefore, we must proceed with impeachment. It's like you've been talking about impeachment for the last two years. One. Two, it's 2019. Go, saying someone need, can't, has the ability to leave and go to another country, that's not racist. No. We all can leave this country. Exactly. It's we a free can, country. We can denounce our citizenship. There is no Berlin Wall keeping us in East right. Germany. Exactly. You can exactly. freaking leave. And I think that's what he was trying to get at. In the words of Uncle Rico, you know what, Napoleon? You can leave. <laughs> <laughs> Make yourself a dang uh, quesadilla. Did y'all see uh, Pelosi get banned from the floor the other day? No. Okay, tell us about that. So she was Wait, what? on so the floor Pelosi of the got, Senate, or she on the floor of the House, the floor. Oh. So she. Uh, I got to pay attention more. They Go have ahead. they have parliamentary rules where they have to have certain. You're not allowed to attack the character of a person. You have to attack the subject matter or whatever. And she just got up there and started rattling off about how racist Trump was and how racist his tweet was and. Just go, getting right at the character of the guy, and uh, since she's typically the head, you know, the chair uh, woman. Yeah, somebody she's else the most filling powerful in. Democrat in the world. Somebody, most powerful else, in the world. Yeah. Yeah, somebody else is filling in for her, and so he ended up leaving and just saying, "I, I am abandoning the chair." Dropped the, dropped the gavel and left. Somebody else came back and then voted her out, and they all voted her out. So he didn't have the nuts. He didn't have the balls to do it. Okay. The, the, the replacement chair. I was but. wondering because there's that one dude from North Carolina who's kind of the nerdiest looking guy in Congress. And he was up in arms. Yeah, he was. Objecting the dude with the glasses. Yeah, the the tall, tall dude. Yeah. Tall, skinny dude with yeah. the comb over. I can't uh, think of his name. But is he a beta? No. no. He's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's good. Is yeah, he a Republican? Yeah, right? he's a Republican. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, 
Anyway, so they had <laughs> they had this press conference. Okay, Presley refused to call him the president. Obviously, um, Ilhan Omar comes out, and we did have the clip. But actually, I actually dive it before we started the podcast. But Omar, this is her quote. She says, "It's time for us to stop allowing this president to make a mockery of this constitution, <laughs> foreign government takeover of our White House." Most corrupt president in history has allowed millions of Americans to die from lack of health care. And she didn't say it like that. She Can said we- it has he has allowed millions of Americans to die Can from we- lack of health care. Hey. <laughs> and like, dude, no like, one is fucking dying no, from lack of health care. That doesn't happen. Hey guys, happen. let's let's get this quote real quick and we'll just put it on. Let's, let's take a quick break. We'll put this uh, quote on and then we'll get it to you directly. Be right back. This is the recording of Alon Omar spewing venom about our president, about what our president represents to our country. You're going to see just how evil this woman is. You're going to see that she really does not love our country. She doesn't love anything about this land, the people. She's running something different than Americans have done for hundreds of years. She hates our president. Here, let's play it. This president who has been credibly accused of committing multiple crimes, including colluding with foreign government to interfere with our election. Why? This is a president who has overseen the most corrupt administration in our history. What about Nixon? And pursued an agenda to allow millions of Americans to die from a lack of health care while he transfers millions of dollars in tax cuts to corporations. This is a president who has said, grab women by the pussy. (laughs) This is a president who's called black athletes sons of bitches. This is a president who has called black people who come from black and brown countries shitholes. Which is why an asshole country. Why you left Somalia? Why did you leave Somalia? (laughs) It starts with an S. Those who protest against them in Charlottesville. I'm done with it. Oh, I can't do that speech God, anymore, man. Is, if, you, oh. if you can't see me, I'm doing the hands around the neck motion. <laughs> the Grabbing Homer, the Homer to Bart choke there. Oh, God. You know what? Millions of Americans to die from lack of health care. Oh. As if doctors don't have like this, you know. Hippocratic oath. Hippocratic oath <laughs> to take care of people and do no harm. Like. Are you kidding me? What an insult to the entire healthcare industry of this country. Millions of people are dying. Go fuck yourself. For the record, if Watch you have an language. empty bank account and you need immediate health, you know, problem stuff, go to the emergency room. You will get helped. You will get help. What pissed me off, though, at, really at the end of that was she said that he is openly and on it or something violating our constitution. It's like. You are a socialist. <laughs> you are by definition part of the democratic socialist wing of the Democratic Party. You shit on the Constitution. Matter of fact, you Every want day. to impeach a president for tweeting, for for tweeting, tweeting which is a First Amendment issue. So you can impeach a president just for something he said because it was directed at your little snowflake ass? Come on. Ridiculous, dude. John Kennedy was right when he when he said these women are the reason they put directions on a shampoo bottle. I mean, that's obvious right there. When this this venom that is spewing out of these women's mouths, it's a level of hatred we haven't seen in politics in a long time. 
not publicly. I mean, we, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but this is crazy to me. It is a little bit loony. It's a lot of bit loony, honestly. What a, it just shows how ginger and how just chill, how childish these people are. They literally are so offended at the president saying you have the right to leave whenever you want if you don't like this country. And because they know it points out that, oh, yeah, you guys, we don't like this country. <laughs> That's why we want to totally transform it into a socialist country. That's a good Ilhan uh, impression. There. I've been watching too many YouTube videos <laughs> over lately. I've gotten pretty good at it at this point. <laughs> so, okay, try to put yourself in their shoes, okay? just Because, I mean, we're all pretty much thinking the same thing. We all believe the same thing. So let's try yeah. to like imagine where okay. they're coming from right now. Like, all right. I think I, I, I'm genuinely impressed with AOC's passion. I think they're all very passionate and I think they believe in what they're doing. I just don't think they have all the info they need. And I think they've been led to believe a lot of things that aren't true, but I think they have good intentions. Why with those good intentions, are they or would they, you know, kind of go past the norm of what politics is and just go after the integrity of everybody, call everybody a racist, Okay, you know, do all that? I have, I have the answer for you. And there's a guy on YouTube and his name is uh, Vincent James the Red Elephants. I don't know if you've seen this guy. He's got a YouTube it. channel. But um, anyway – this guy, this guy has a video of G. Edward Griffin, who's the guy that wrote The Creature of Jekyll Island. And he, what he's doing is he's reading this communist handbook. And in the communist handbook, it says anyone that disagrees with you politically or philosophically, do not debate them. You attack them personally. Attack them personally and mm -hmm. call them names. And he's got another video of this woman who escaped communist China. And she said when the communists took over China, there was no discussion about anything. You were this name. And they called you that name. And that's how they intimidated the rest of the public into not treating you like a human being. So do you think they're just trying to win? They're, they're trying to they win. They don't care about and They know that they cannot stand up to Donald themselves? Trump in a debate. That's right. They well, cannot debate him. So have, they call him names. And that is their but, but what about Bernie Sanders? So like they kind of believe in the same type of socialist program. But Bernie Sanders right? is smart, actually, kind of. Because he can keep it quiet. <laughs> he, he keeps quiet and he sticks to the same agenda. He yeah. sticks to he's the same been arguing thing for this, the last 50 years. Yeah, last 50 years. He's gotten smart. They're not smart enough. They're all like in their 20s. Yeah, so are. what do they do? They pull the schoolyard bully crap. Oh, you're a fag or you're, <laughs> you're stupid. You're a butthead, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, that's the only way <laughs> yeah. that these people win exactly. debates. Have you noticed when... Obviously, you have uh, different TV shows, radio shows, podcasts where you have conservatives and you have liberals that host these shows. But for the most part, you never see a liberal bringing on a conservative on their show. No, you only see, you only see conservatives see bringing liberals on their show that's to right. talk and debate and have conversations. It's the same, I think, with social media too. Like, I don't think many. Like, I, I look at the comment section on a lot of yeah. posts, and I never really see liberals commenting on conservative stuff but i always see conservatives commenting on liberal stuff yeah i've been blocked by so many different liberal um people on facebook and instagram stuff like that but <laughs> you blocked by them? you never i would never expect you to get blocked by anyone brandon <laughs> yeah I, i've been blocked by bleacher report <laughs> 
uh, an outlet oh for communist propaganda, Bleacher Report. <laughs> I've been blocked by Bleach. I don't even. I I wish they gave me a list and see all the people that have blocked me. <laughs> but but that's what oh, I'm saying. I don't because I I never block anybody. I really don't care that much. And I think conservatives are like that for the most part, where we don't really care. I want to hear your opinion too. I'm not going to block you because I'd like to see all the stupid comments that are going to result from your whatever you just said. Right. Right. Well, Jordan Peterson has a very good quote where he he I forget what what speech it was or whatever, but he says, approach every conversation with the expectation that the person you're talking to can teach you something that you didn't know. That's awesome. And I think we should all do that. Right. Even when we're talking to people who we have preconceived notions of their intellect or beliefs or whatever. But like, yeah, there's there's still things that they believe or have information on that we might not. You know, you have to just try to learn something new every day, every conversation. I mean, you can have to just you just have to reflect on it after and decide if that's actually true, if you should go forward with what those beliefs are, what that theory is and decide if you want to move forward with it or not. But Which you can't just why? block you can't just block them no, away because, because of emotion. The answer is debate. The answer is well, conversation. Communication. It's communication. communication. Yes. They and don't the want second, that. They the second they start going after the First Amendment, which they have, they, they want to impeach the president. It. And for what he tweeted. And that's what they're doing with because all of the internet stuff now. They're blocking our voices to put out one message that they want. And know? and there's another saying. I'm 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 trying to think of who said this. I think it was Kellyanne Conway, um, <laughs> Trump's press secretary. <laughs> not press sec- uh, campaign manager, She's campaign great. advisor. Her husband is kind of a dickhead though. She says that people don't care what offends them. People care about what affects them. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the fact is the Democratic Party right now and especially the squad, everyone is all focused on what is offending them. These people in the squad are so ginger. They're so um, light. They have no constitution. They have no backbone. Trump tweeting something at them is so offensive to them that they have to remove the president. Dude, you are in the House of Representatives. Have a little bit thicker skin. You have more power than everyone else in the country. Are you right. that offended as a member of the government? You can't take what the president mudslings at you. Grow up. You know, sticks and stones may break your bones, but I want to deport you out of this country. So there's quite a bit <laughs> of I, I, I agree with you, but I think that that quote is applicable to people who have a family, have a job, own property. Those people are like, yeah, what's going to affect me? What's going to allow me to, you know, be the most prosperous I can be? The people that the squad is pandering to right now, they don't have a job. They're college, you know, maybe dropouts, just graduated high school. Student debt. They they don't really – Gender studies have, degrees. They don't have anything that affects them other Water than coloring different degrees. movements, you know, different belief systems, different – you know, what are you standing for? You know, people are lost in our generation. They're trying to latch on to something. And they're latching on to this because they think they're fighting for a good cause. Yeah. And the other tweet that I saw was the Democratic uh, the, the Democratic strategy, strategy in 2016 was 50% <laughs> of Americans are racist. The Democratic strategy in 2020, 75% 75%. of Americans are racist. Let's see how that works out for you. (laughs) You know, you're alienating. They're eating themselves. The more farther and further you push push the rest of the Democratic Party away from you, they're going to start to notice the tactics. 
you guys are just communists. You all are just communists. You can't debate anything. You want to silence your political opponents. And you have press conferences about how they need to impeach them. It's just, anyway. We've seen that silence, that sort of fascism. We've seen it in Portland. Dude, do you all know about an Antifa? 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 It's a terrorist organization. Anti-fascist is what they stand for, apparently. But it's literally so contrary. Straight up like they are fascists. They're straight up fascists. When yeah. you have conservatives, like whether you disagree with them or not, they're going to be going to rallies and stuff like that. So, like, say Ben Shapiro, uh, Jordan Peterson, oh, uh, Miley Yiannopoulos, yeah. we got to go shut them down because they cannot be at UC Berkeley. They cannot go to Portland and and, and talk about their conservative belief that Jew, that neo Nazi Jew, like <sighs> the five foot four. Yeah, he, <laughs> Orthodox Jew. Orthodox Jew is going to neo Nazi. He's really going to be. Yeah. And Chase, I'm not, I know you're not a huge fan of Ben Shapiro overall, especially in terms of his foreign policy, but you would have to agree with me that they don't need Antifa blocking his freedom of speech. That's literally our First Amendment. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, ben, I, I, you know, Ben Shapiro, I, I can disagree with him here and there, but he's right about You a probably lot of like this. him better than you like Antifa. <laughs> Antifa is violent. I mean, if you watch the video of Antifa, Andy, beat- no, guys, look, everybody, everybody listening right now, look up on uh, YouTube or Twitter or something like that. Andy, no, A N D Y. Uh, his last name is NGO. NGO. Yeah. He was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast and he talked about his experiences as a journalist working for Colette, um, you know, kind of looking into Antifa and really what they stand for. And they really are just the most violent group of people in the world. And they're lucky they're in the Northeast where you don't have like crazy conservatives like we do down here in the South <laughs> that are uh, carrying, you know, that have yeah. high power weapons and are not going to put up with that bull. But uh, there's been guys getting hit with uh, bear mace and he got hit the other day. There's a guy that got, got, beat got up hit hard. with a wrench. So there's a, a old, wrench. old white man that got the his bull skull, guy? skull yeah. fractured yeah. and head split open. Yeah. And he was just walking down the street and his poor big wife dude. is – these big dudes. His poor wife is right there, and not only that, but they were stopping traffic in this. Yeah. And and they this this poor white man has his wife in the car, and they're old, and they're just driving through Portland because they think yeah. it's just a random Saturday or Sunday. Innocent people. But come to find out, Antifa is blocking the road. They're and controlling you, traffic, and there's cops right over there. And if you don't turn, they're going to pull you out of your car and beat you to death. You white supremacist, you better turn right here. I don't think they've killed They call them no, white. I don't think they've it's killed like, Oh, them. you're a whitey. And every, everybody working for them are those ugly liberal whiteies. <laughs> I know. They're all white. That's the funny that, part. It, it's, it's like they're white kids. They're just contradicting their entire thing. And I don't get why. So the mate, You know why? You know why? Because there's so many people in California and New York and Portland, Oregon, yeah, and all that stuff that are convinced that everybody in the middle of the country is racist. They hate minorities, and if we believe that, then yeah, we would say, "Hey, we need to confront that. We need to fight these evil people who are out there." Funny thing is, we are the most loving people, and we're in Houston, and I, I don't know any racist people. I love every race. I know both y'all love everybody. Absolutely. And it, it blows my mind I mean, that Houston's these people. Houston's the most diverse city, but I mean, yeah. in general, just this country. I mean, we are so welcoming, and we've always tried to be the most and charitable been, country. Yeah, you know, if you look at it now, that has been our detriment. Evidently, being so we, diverse, being allowing so diversity, accepting of yeah. other cultures, being accepting of other cultures has actually led to our downfall. So, do you think allowing other cultures and 
quote unquote, I guess races, and other I'm not cultures come that in. We our, shouldn't have done it. No, I think it's a great thing too. But do you think we should have done it a different way? Because a lot of these no, people coming in are coming from a culture. Wrong. I think our messaging is that wrong. are not used to basically quote unquote a white America, where it's based on Christian beliefs and functioning and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. You, know? uh, you just can't import people that have no idea about the American way of life. Like the American way of life is very <laughs> unique to the rest of the world. Is. There is nowhere else like America in the rest of the world. We are a free market, laissez-faire sort of capitalist system, or at least we used Republic. to be. You can do whatever you want to do as long as you stick your head down and you keep your feet moving. Right. That was what we right. were born on. That's right. what we. That's what our parents taught us. Yeah. You work hard enough, you can get ahead. And these, these, the the new immigrant is now not just trying to find a job. They're trying to, they're trying to get onto welfare. They're looking for the magnet. How they? We actually teach classes to immigrants. We have money that we spend to tell other immigrants how they can come over here and game our welfare system right when they enter the country. The yeah. Lawyers, especially. We spend the millions of dollars teaching them how to do that through our own government. Really? So our own government teaches foreigners assistance how, programs, how so. to come over here and get assistance. Yeah. It's in our federal yeah. budget to invite illegals into our welfare system. It's yeah. in our budget to do that. And it's, it's just tough, dude. It's we, tough. Because we want to bring them in and we do want to do more for them. But it's like, at what point do you say the money that the people of this country are spending in taxes should be devoted to making their lives better? And then when do you say, all right, we're going to spend money on other people to do other things? And we're all somewhat libertarian here. I think we can all agree that taxation is theft and that every bit of our federal budget that's spent and redistributed is just corruption. It's all it is. It's all corruption. I mean, I think I should still pay some sort of taxes for our police officers, our first responders, our roads. No doubt. No doubt. Those are necessary things, but that's, that's, that's state and local taxes. You're talking about federal income tax, state and local taxes pay for everything that we need. So you're talking strictly about federal taxes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we started this country because of taxes. We started this country because of taxation without representation. Yeah, it's in the Constitution. I just sent you that meme the other day of those the British British soldier next to an American soldier with the two muskets, and they're saying, uh, "Turn in your guns and pay insane taxes to cover our reckless debt." And then the Patriot yeah, says, "Yeah, you. fuck you." Well, <laughs> so, we don't want to use the F word here, but oh, yeah, we'll put that out. We'll anyway, let's so kind of back on track. Let's get. Let's get to this pe- to this uh, not a pep rally. Oh yeah, let's do but let's this. Let's get back to the Trump rally. <laughs> send her so back. So this Basically is after pep rally. this is after the tweet. This is a after the press rally. conference of the squad. This is at a rally on Wednesday. This is before a football game on a Friday night when you're 17 years old, aka a pep rally. Omar has a history of launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. Send her back. Send her back. Send her back. Mr. President, if I may, when 
your supporters last night were chanting, chanting, send her back. Why didn't you stop them? Why didn't you ask them to stop saying that? Well, number one, I, I think I did. I started speaking very quickly. It, it really was a loud, I disagree with it, by the way, <laughs> but it was quite a chant. And uh, I felt a little bit badly about it, but I will say this. Uh, I did, and I started speaking very quickly, but it started up rather rather fast, as you probably noticed. So, so you'll tell your supporters never to Well, I, I would say that I, I was not happy with it. Uh, I disagree with it. Uh, but again, I didn't say I didn't say that they did, but I disagree with it. But they were equivalent. Uh, I think Trump. that was kind of weak on Trump. So if y'all didn't see that, that was two different clips. That was a clip of the crowd at the rally chanting, send her back in reference to Ilhan, Ilhan Omar. Right. And then the next was him in the Oval Office actually getting asked a question by a reporter. And I've never seen Trump backtrack like that. I've seen him Have backtrack you? a few times, but that was the quickest I've ever seen him backtrack. And that was like the most intense. Dude, Trump. What are you thinking, man? You had him painted into the corner. You had him down 21 to nothing with two seconds left on the clock. Why would you let him score seven points? Uh, you know, why didn't you just step on their throats and keep them down? Why did you appease the left? You give the left an inch. They take a mile, man. Sure. Be Donald Trump. That's why we elected you. No one elected you to apologize that was, and backtrack. That was, yeah, that was basically an apology. That was what he did. All right. Well, anyway, that's my thoughts. But the next, the next kind of thing I want to get into was Ben Shapiro. Um, ben Shapiro, our uh, our neocon in chief, <laughs> our uh, moderate in general, as I like to call him. This is what he tweeted: "Vile Omar is awful. She is a radical anti-Semite with terrible views. She's also an American citizen and chanting for her deportation based on her exercise of the First Amendment is disgusting." What do you have to say about that, Trey? Do you agree with Ben Shapiro that uh, it's disgusting for Chance to deport Ilhan Omar? I do. Disgusting. I do. I do agree with Ben Shapiro. I pay him monthly for my Leftist Tears Hot and Cold Tumblr. You need to get uh, the Stephen Crowder. (laughs) And I I like a lot of what he says. And I think he was right in that because we are a country that is predicated on the fact that if we disagree with each other, there's nothing other than argument that we can do about it, you know, and we should try to discuss our differences and come to an understanding as civilized humans without resorting to racist or blah, blah, or deportation or whatever. Like, let's just talk it out, guys. See, We're all part of the same family here. And usually I'm with Trey on this libertarian way of looking at things, this let's not let make the government bigger and give them more power. But – in my mind, there's really nothing unlibertarian about deporting someone. Matter of fact, for if you, sure there is. I don't a think citizen. She is a naturalized citizen. Okay. She's not a native-born citizen. She came from Somalia, so there, she was a there, Somali is there, citizen. Is there a legal, initially. Is there a legal no, difference? There's not. Is there a legal difference? Because no. we're a nation of laws. So is I understand. Is there a difference between a naturalized citizen? Yes, there is and a difference. A born citizen. In terms of deportation, okay. okay. The only so, difference I can think of in the Constitution is you have to be born in the United States. To be president of the United States. That's true. Uh, but so if you I, I okay, so I got an Instagram argument with this random dude who actually happened to be a libertarian, which is it's so funny. It's I don't know if you ever seen the Spider-Man meme. It's like you're not a real libertarian. No, you're not <laughs> a real it's libertarian. It's like two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So 
that's what us libertarians do. We like to debate each other, which the left doesn't like to debate. They like to call people racist, racist, bigot, homophobe, Islamophobe, fascist, fascist whatever. But I, so I got in an argument with this guy. He said, basically said what Trey said. It's like, look, if you if you want to move to a country where they can deport people based on their speech and their First Amendment, then you're disgusting and you should go move to another country that happens like that. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, how can I argue with this guy? So I Wikipedia, <laughs> I Googled list of American deportations historically. There is a long, long, long Wikipedia list of people that we have deported. In that list, surprisingly enough, was a guy by the name of Lucky Luciano, who was an Italian-born mafia guy who got charged with a bunch of crimes. They deported him to Italy. There was a guy named uh, Bhagwan Rajneesh, who was like a, uh, a Hindu uh, guru that they deported. So if you've been born in another country and you have a home there, rather than being thrown in jail here, what the DOJ will do is they'll offer you this deal to where we'll deport you and you won't have to serve any jail time. We'll give you all your assets. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. forfeit any of your assets. Take your so money the only and difference, run. The only difference in the two arguments is one – you're breaking the law in that case. Right. Two, in the other case, it's a First Amendment expression of speech. Sure. That's right. That's so two totally we haven't, things. Right. And we haven't convicted her of a crime yet. No, which not at all. Until she is convicted, we have no grounds and to you deport. Think, you think the marrying I the brother think, thing is? I think marrying her brother in for immigration stuff? and tax evasion and the fact that she wants to destroy America from the inside out but how about is the enough to deport her. I think the optics of I that the optics would, would be, be excellent. I, I think, think they'd, they'd be bad. Be they'd be like, excellent. look at the Republicans deporting this poor woman. You know, we've deported. We've deported a lot more people for a lot less than that. I know, but the optics of it would look bad because we've come at her so hard. She's a public yeah, figure. She's a congresswoman. You know, she's got nine percent approval in the polls right now. <laughs> I, I believe think, it. I, I believe it. All I'm saying is Switzerland deports people on, up all the time. Australia deports people all Their the time. Out. Vietnam. People, oh, people, Nam. people back in the day that were trying to overthrow the Forrest Vietnamese Gump government, they kept exiling people out sure. of Vietnam because sure. they were literally violently trying to overthrow the government. And she hasn't done anything violent yet, but I no. think if she was left to her own devices, she would violently overthrow this government. Well, I disagree. Hey, Let's close out real quick. Close it out, baby. I want to talk real quick. Final quotes, final thoughts. Deport. Trump versus the squad. Who won? Trump versus the squad this past week. I'm going to say Trump won. He has no chance of losing 2020. Chase, what are your thoughts? I think Trump definitely won, won this. I still think he's going to lose in 2020. And I also believe that we should, once Ilhan Omar is convicted of immigration, we should send her back to Somalia and deport her ass. Trey, go ahead. Uh, well, my, me, myself, and I think that Trump won, but I think there's other people who have other f means of information gathering that they do, mainstream media, all that, you know, propaganda stuff. And they're thinking – very bad things about Trump right now. So it could go either way. But I, I think uh, it depends on who you listen to, honestly. This is a sad thing. And your point of view. Well, very good, guys. Thanks for coming. This is the Full Nelson Podcast. To end it out, this is John 317. I'm still in this from Steve Days. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Look it up. We'll be back soon. Later.